And then one day, she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Welcome to Kimber Maxine's Organized Chaos. It is good to be with y'all. I have to tell you, I'm about two weeks into this whole podcasting thing, and hearing from you all and reading your reviews has been, it's interesting. I've been going live on Facebook for years, and yet somehow this seems very different. It feels more formal. It feels like if you want to be here, you're here. If you want to glean, you glean. I love when you guys send me your lists. Ooh, it is like, it's it's soul giving. Uh, so I just want to say, if you have left a review, thank you. Uh, reviews are what make a podcast successful. Uh, if you, otherwise they just kind of go stagnant and become nothing. And I don't want to be stagnant and do nothing. I want to, I want this to grow. And so just a little update, even if you are catching this from whenever, maybe this is my 400th episode and you're like, oh, I'm going to go back to the beginning and listen to the beginning. That's okay. Share this podcast with your friends. If it speaks to you, share it on your social medias, leave reviews. And this goes in, in hand with any podcaster. If you, if there is a podcast you are loving, support them. It goes a long way. Okay, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Today is Throwback Thursday. And, you know, I I started this podcast. I shouldn't say I started this podcast. But a lot of people tell me I should write a book. And they tell me this because my life has been a series of very chaotic experiences. And I thought it would be fun to just kind of take you through some of those experiences that I've been through that are, you know, the lesson behind it all. And I was thinking today about what, where I want to start. And the truth is, I don't know that I'm going to start in any sort of fashion. So if you're looking for the beginning, uh, you're not going to find that here. This will be the one area of my podcast that's just what I feel in that moment. (laughs) Because sometimes we just got to go with what we feel. So I want to take you to my first my attempt at my first baby. So my husband and I got married and we always said we would wait quite some time before we had children because we, um, well, fun fact, we waited till we got married. And so (laughs) there it is again, y'all, TMI. And so we thought we would just have a great first year and experience life and, you know, each other and all that good stuff. And it was about one month and I was out of birth control and he said, I said, do you, I got to get more birth control. He's like, maybe you shouldn't. And we'd been married a month and I was like, wow, we made it really far. But to be honest, he's the, he's the kid guy. So if you ever wonder why we have so many children, it's him. Um, no, I love kids too, but he's definitely the, he would probably keep having kids if it were him. So we decided let's just stop protecting and see what happens. Well, guess what didn't happen? We didn't make any children. Um, we went month after month after month after month. And around the sixth month, I found myself sitting in a, sitting in a, uh, meeting one day and the teacher that was teaching us was talking about how sometimes we have to go experience life that 
if we don't take the time to go and experience um, life outside of the walls of the United States of America, that we will miss out on the opportunity to do so as we get really involved into the thick of parenting and all that jazz. And why that spoke to me, I went home that day and told James, I'm going to Africa. And we've married for about six months and he was like, what? And so I organized an entire trip to Uganda. I think there was like 75 of us that went. Um, it was one of the most, it was two full weeks. It was everything I needed and more. I, I found uh, a means of living outside my own being that I never knew was there. And I, my heart broke for what breaks his. And that was really my hope in that in that process but I share this because when I decide when I was deciding should I go to Africa I kept saying things like well I can't get this shot because if I'm potentially pregnant then I won't be able to go and then this and then that and I had all these reasons why pregnancy and this trip and you know that's this was my grand plan well, when it wasn't really happening, I kind of alleviated all these things. I got the shots and I just trusted that God had me. And if I ended up pregnant right before we left, we'd cross that bridge when we got to it. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I went to Africa. I had, um, you know, this life-changing experience and I came home and that next month we got pregnant. Now, do I think that it was me being disobedient, me trying to control things? Not at all. I think it was just timing. There was a lot that went into it. Um, I think there were some things I was not doing to get pregnant that I needed to be doing. (laughs) That's a different story for a different day. And lo and behold, I ended up pregnant. Now, that's not where the story finishes. Where I want to go with this story is really with control. So here we are, I, uh, I'm pregnant and I'm, um, I'm, you know, loving all the being pregnant and blah, blah, blah. Nine, eight and a half ish months later, I come in with my birth plan. Now, for as long as I can remember, I used to say that I was going to be a, I was going to have a C-section. I've had a lot of gastro issues. I've had a lot of colon issues and I had heard such horror stories of birth and tearing and all these things. Well, this is a really graphic episode. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, and I just found myself kind of in this land of, I would never push anything out of that area because of all the problems that I had had. So here I am yet again, trying to control the outcome. And a girlfriend of mine that past summer actually asked me to be her birthing coach. And so into that room we came and I experienced something that I had no idea would be so life-changing. And I knew from that moment on, I was absolutely going to deliver a baby vaginally. I wanted every moment of what she experienced because it was so incredible. Well, another controllable moment in my life. I marched into that room that day in my, you know, with my note and my birth plan and I was ready to try naturally and I was ready to experience birth from, you know, be from beginning to end. I was so excited. I felt so much peace. I wasn't afraid of what was going to happen and we did the ultrasound that day and I was about 37 and a half weeks pregnant at that time. 
and my midwife, and I had a midwife because in Kaiser, that's what you're given, told me that Avery, that's my daughter's name, was breech. And I thought, no, why would she be breech? Has she always been breech? And she said, well, have you felt any big flips? And to be honest, I hadn't. I didn't feel, she didn't move that much at all. And I said, no. And I said, didn't you notice this? Well, guess what? Midwife didn't really do the best job and she never really made a point to ensure that Avery was head down. So here we have this little miss all tucked up in the top of my ribs like a taco. And, you know, we were given the options. You can go home, you can do, you know, we did the where you lay upside down with the hot thing on your or the cold thing on your vagina and the hot thing up by your whatever and so that they want to go one way anyway (laughs) we did it all we took you know we did the massages and the only thing that was left was this process that after watching on youtube i was 100 sure i was not doing that and fun fact she was running out of fluid so here i am yet again with zero control over the situation so the girl who is finally ready to have a vaginal birth after 20, I'm sorry, 30, well, I guess you don't really know you're gonna have a baby when you're born, you know, 20 years of assuming I was gonna have a C-section only to then learn, only to then find this desire to have a baby vaginally, only to then be, take that, that option be completely taken away. And not only that, but she was running out of fluid. So they wanted to take her out. They were monitoring her. It was going in every two days. They were checking her fluid, making sure, you know, what was going on. And lo and behold, they wanted to take her out at 39 weeks. So there goes another piece of the control that I had had. I'm going to talk more about C-sections and that kind of thing later, but I want to talk about control because I think it's something that we hold so tight to, right? We want to control the way people think about us, talk about us, feel about us, share about us. We want to control the way our husband is towards us, our kids, our family, our, you know, outcome. You want to control the way you wake up in the morning and the way you go to sleep and you want to control your body and how much you weigh and how much you don't weigh. You want to control where you live and where you don't live. You, life is really all about feeling in control and the reality is we're never really fully in control and how great that there is a God who has control covered. He knows exactly what we need, what we want, what we should have, what's best for us, what's not good for us, what people say about us, how we take that in. He has that all under his watch. And the more we can release control and trust him with his timing, the better off we'll be. Now, does it mean it's going to be easy? No. Does it mean it won't hurt? No. Does it mean you might not cry or you might be sad for a while or you might, you know, be a little bummed out? Yeah, it does. But will you move forward? Will you be stronger because of it? Will that out of control feeling turn into thank goodness because of who knows what? Maybe my hips were never meant to birth a child. 
considering I went on to have four more C-sections and I did attempt to have another vaginal birth to which my hips just never moved. And we both declined, ended in a, you know, in an emergency C-section, which I highly don't recommend. Um, and it, it was just maybe God knew that if this girl has this C-sec or has this birth vaginally, she'll bleed out. Her hips won't work. Something will happen. Who knows? It isn't for me to know. And that's where the trust comes in. And that's where the magic happens. And that's where you can put your full trust in him. And so I just want to say, let go and let God. And know that his will is better than ours. And know that his plans are better than ours. And that he has incredible things planned for us. Just don't hold so tight that you miss it. Because then you miss it. And you're too busy, so tense, and so mad that it didn't go your way that you're going to find reason to to keep holding and keep trying to have a stronghold on all these things in your life. When if you just let go and let him, that's really where the magic happens. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Let go. Just, you know, enjoy what you have. Enjoy the things you can control, but the rest of it, just be ready for the wild ride that he's going to take us on. Now go on out there and lose control.